Welcome to the Nittany Blues Podcast. By Penn State fans, for Penn State fans. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Vince. Welcome back to the Nittany Blues Podcast. Today we're here to recap Penn State's tough 65-45 defeat to the Rucker Scarlet Knights. It was a really tough night for the Nittany Lions in the Jersey Mike's Arena in Piscataway, New Jersey. Uh, Early on in this game, Penn State definitely went through a dry spell and really had a difficult time scoring buckets. Uh, Seth Lundy hit his first three, and then the Nittany Lions missed their next six shots. After that, so uh, Rutgers definitely played some lockdown defense early on in the game and and gave Penn State fits. A couple guys who were giving us a hard time offensively were Paul McCahey and uh, Clifford the Big Scarlet Knight, Awarie. Uh, he did a really good job in the first half. Uh, he had 12 of his 16 points. He was 6 of 7 from the field and also got 10 rebounds throughout the game. Uh, he completely dominated, uh, you know, Kevin Jai and Evan Mahaffey in that first half, uh, you know, just really overpowering them with his strength and athleticism. Uh, Paul McKay, also was going at it with Jalen Pickett quite a bit in the first half. And, uh, you know, you can say that he won his fair share of the battles as, uh, you know, Pick was backing him down into the post and then McKay, he was doing the same thing on the other end and both guys hit a tough cup couple tough fadeaways so that was really fun to watch um yeah Penn State did get in a little bit of a groove uh Seth Lundy kind of kept them within striking distance within that first half he had uh you know 12 points in the day most of them being in the first half so he kept Penn State you know within striking distance at halftime as it was uh 32 to 24 so they're down by eight and offensively everything was just going wrong tonight uh Penn State is one of those teams that lives and dies by the three-point shot. And today, they were uh, 2.5 times below their season percentage. Heading into this game, they were 39.4% from behind the field. And tonight, from three, they only shot at a 15% rate. So, really tough night from behind the arc. Uh, Rutgers hit the same amount of threes and four but only took half the attempts. So, uh, you know, right there, uh, Rutgers doubled our shooting percentage from downtown. Uh, our defense was pretty good for the most part. Uh, you know, keeping a good team like Rutgers in the sixties, uh, you know, not, not bad defensively. However, we, we really struggled with, uh, Cliff Awarie as he backed down, uh, Mahifi and Kabajai in the post and, now, he definitely got his early on in the first half. In the second half, uh, we did do a much better job kind of keeping him out of it and making those adjustments. But in the first half, that definitely really gave us a hard time. Evan Mahaffey also got in foul trouble, so we only saw him for about six minutes throughout the game when when he's a guy who's been playing very well for us. Um, but this is starting to become a trend. It's about three games right now where We've seen Mahaffey get in foul trouble, and he's one of those guys that we need there defensively out on the floor for Penn State. So hopefully as we head into February and have some more games coming up, hopefully that's something he's able to clean up 
uh, defensively because he's such an important part of this team and we can't afford to have him on the bench. Uh, Seth Lundy is a guy who kept us in it in the first half here. He did finish the game with 12 points, 4 of 10 from the field. But outside of that, uh, Penn State was not getting much offensively uh, from anyone tonight. Uh, we had a couple guys with offers. Cam Winter gave us an offer, 0 for 4 from the field. Miles Dredd, 0 for 5. Dallian Johnson, 0 for 2. Jameel Brown, 0 for 2. Uh, shots were not falling for anybody tonight. Uh, Coach Shrews was trying a lot of different guys, you know, seeing if someone could score. And, you know, it was just one of those nights for Penn State. Nothing could go right on the offensive end. Uh, and, you know, these are the kind of games that Penn State is going to lose and uh, it's really disappointing because if they would have won this game tonight in, in the big 10 standings you would have seen penn state you know up in the top six teams uh with a five and four conference record uh however uh not the case now they're down to uh the 10 seed in the big 10 overall sitting at four and five so uh in the big 10 conference this was a really critical game and the nittany lines uh just could not perform tonight uh, some other guys on Rutgers who gave us a difficult time in the second half, uh, Andre Hyatt. And he's a guy who who comes off their bench and isn't known for you know being a high-volume scorer, but he was on fire tonight. He was 6 of 12 from the field, and he racked up 14 points and four rebounds. Uh, yeah, we really struggled with him tonight. Uh, one guy we did keep in check was Cam Spencer, their leading scorer. He only got 20 minutes and only had three points, was one of seven shooting. So they did a nice job on him defensively, but you know, this was just not enough. And uh, another area where we really got wrecked was uh, the glass. And this was an area where I kind of foresaw this being a potential issue for Penn state in the game. Uh, Rutgers is a really aggressive athletic physical team and they killed the Nittany lines on the boards tonight. It was 41 to 25. Uh, kind of one of the areas I was concerned about going into the game. And hopefully that is an area that can get cleaned up uh, as Penn State will be facing this team again at the end of February. Uh, however, I think the outcome will be different. Uh, the Nate Lions have played really well in the BJC this year. And uh, I hope that continues because you're not going to see Penn State shooting 15% from downtown uh, very often. If you had them at their season average, uh, they lose this game by two points uh, with that swing. So if we shoot our average, uh, you know, this is a really good uh, Penn State team and they would have been really competitive with Rutgers. So, you know, uh, three point line hurt us tonight. Free throws uh, also didn't help. We were only five of nine, 56%, not a good shooting percentage. Whereas Rutgers was 15 for 19 uh, just under 80%. So that was an area where the Lions just uh, were not getting enough. We we got to hit those shots, uh, even though the crowd is making you know lots of noises to distract the shooters. They they got to be you know disciplined and knock down those free throws. Uh, that's what you need to do to win games in the Big Ten, as it is such a competitive conference. So uh, not too many positive. Uh, points in the game. Some positives. Uh, Jalen Pickett did get going in the second half and did a really nice job in the second half. He ended up finishing uh, 7 for 14 from the field, got uh, 15 points and eight rebounds. And Keba actually did a little bit better 
uh, today. I was impressed with his performance. He got some more minutes, 16 minutes tonight, and it was 2-3 from the field, which that was exactly what I wanted to see from him offensively. Uh, defensively, he did better in the second half at guarding Awarie and um, did did a nice job after a bit of a slow start. Uh, it was kind of one of those things where Keba was, you know, going to the rim for a layup, quick layup and score, dunk, and just got stuffed again. And it seems like that's something that's happening uh, every single week. And you would think with him being 6'10 and really athletic that he wouldn't be getting blocked very often. It's just one of those things that keeps on happening and he can't get a break. However, he did have a couple nice layups later uh, later in the game. So really happy to see him get going on the de- on the offensive end as well as the defensive end. So I hope he keeps it up. Uh, some other guys, uh, Kanye Clary had an okay game tonight. He was getting more minutes, 16 minutes, one of four from the field, had a couple turnovers, but you know he's been a really solid ball handler for us out there. So hopefully he keeps doing well, getting Caleb Dorsey back. Uh, I'm hoping that helps too. Uh, it's nice to see him back out there. He got eight minutes tonight. Um, yeah, but this team, they just have to, they got to find a way. Because these elite teams in the Big Ten, uh, they've just kind of shown Penn State that they're not there yet. If you, if you look at the Big Ten standings, you got Purdue, Rutgers, Michigan, and Michigan State, four out of the top five. When we went against those guys, um, what happened is they would build a lead. We would respond to the run. The Nittany Lions did a really nice job in the the second half. So the game was a lot more competitive than the final score ended up being as we got to 36 to 39. Uh, I thought Penn state would eventually start to heat up and get hot from the field. You saw Andrew Funk hit a couple shots in the second half and, you know, he got to 12 points today. So I was really thinking that Penn state, this was going to be a team where, okay, they're going to, they just didn't shoot well in the first half. They're going to get hot in the second half, come back and get a big win. Uh, for this team in Piscataway. And I was like really feeling that way, especially since the percentage was so low in the first half. Uh, however, you got to give credit to Rutgers. Uh, they showed that, you know, they're one of those top teams in the Big Ten Conference, along with Michigan, Michigan State, and Purdue. And um, when Penn State came back to tie or just get one bucket away, all four of those teams just cl- just were able to close the door on Penn State. They played lockdown defense, uh, you know, they stopped the other team from scoring and they were able to make tough shots. So that's what the best teams in the big 10 are going to do. And they're really starting to uh, pull away from other teams in the big 10. So Penn state uh, is going to have to really hit the film and figure out areas uh, where they can improve. Um, jump shots is one of them. They got hit from three. That's just going to be uh, part of the deal. Uh, they're getting good, good looks offensively, but they're just not finishing. And there were even some times where they get were getting to the paint and missing some easy shots. And just it, it was just one of those games that leaves you leaves you scratching your head a little bit. Um, however, there were a couple positives. Uh, it was nice to see Cabot do better. That was definitely kind of one of the bright spots for this team. Another area was turnovers. We did a good job as a team taking care of the basketball, uh, only seven turnovers, which is below their average, uh, fouls were down quite a bit from what they've been in the past few games. Uh, they only out, out, uh, fouled Rutgers 17 to 14. So they did a a better job of being more 
disciplined defensively. Uh, however, some areas I would like to see them improve are, are some blocks on defense, only one block compared to five. And then uh, the assist. Uh, there were just times tonight where everyone was just staring at Jalen Pickett and kind of waiting for him to do something. Uh, they need to do a better job moving the ball around. Uh, nine assists is, is not a lot. And when this Penn State team is at its best, it's when they have elite ball movement and they're getting open threes and they're knocking them down. And this is a team that really should be able to do that at a 40% clip just about every night. Uh, they got some good looks tonight, but shots were not falling. And, uh, you know, I hope Cam Winter gets his confidence back because he's definitely a big time player. We've seen him uh, get 15, 16 point games earlier in the season, but yeah, he had a goose egg tonight. Uh, and when I watch it, it's almost like he has almost, almost a brief, brief moment of hesitation and uh, he just needs to get his, his uh, confidence back. Uh, everyone goes through shooting slumps and uh, you know, he's a good player, extremely talented. So I really hope that uh, he's able to uh, turn it around because this team is going to have to do it quick because uh, Sunday at noon, we got the Michigan Wolverines coming to town. But before we preview that game, uh, I want to get through some players of the game today. Uh, not uh, anything special, but uh, I think I'm going to give the finale fighter to Kev Jai. He had a little bit of a slow start, but I was really happy to see him kind of uh, turn it around and go two or three from the field. He had the highest shooting percentage on field goals for anyone on this team. And uh, it was really nice to see him get things kind of going again because we've had a couple games where he hasn't really scored or been a factor on offense. So it was really nice to see him get involved on the offensive end. Uh, second guy I'm going to give the award to for the bird brawler has to be Jalen Pickett. He's the leader on this team. He shows up every night with seven and 14 from the field, uh, really turned it on in the second half after only having five points in the first half. So he turned it around quite a bit. And then the third award I'm going to hand out the Mahoney Mahler. I'm thinking I'm going to hand that out to uh, Seth Lundy. He just shows up every night, um, really kept the team in it in the first half as he was the only one who was uh, really getting anything done on the offensive end. Uh, was 4 of 10 for the day and uh, 2 of 4 from the field, uh, three-point line. So, uh, yeah, that's what we need out of all of our guys. Uh, just we had too many guys with off nights tonight. and. That's not going to win it in the Big Ten. Um, hopefully, you know, the team can get locked in for uh, Michigan this weekend. So this is going to be the first opponent that Penn State does see uh, a second time this season. They are led by elite big man Hunter Dickinson, and he's 7-1 and presents a lot of different challenges. He has a nice mid-range jumper, really great rebounder, uh, averages 1.7 blocks per game a really great scorer, 40% from the three-point line. So this guy can uh, really do it all. So one, one of the the factors I'm looking at in this game is, you know, Keba and Evan Mahaffey, uh just doing their best to, to limit him. If they can hold him to uh, 15 points, 10, 15 points, that's, a, that's the range you probably want to hold him to. Uh, Penn State uh, might be in pretty good shape. However, last time... These two squads went to battle in the Chrysler Center. Uh, no one had a bad night on Michigan. Uh, Kobe Bufkin uh, was had a really great game. Jet Howard had a good game. Doug McDaniel. All those guards just were able to score at will, and there was nothing that Penn State could do 
to stop these guys. So if we look back to Penn State's first matchup earlier in the month, yeah, they got dominated in all the areas. Uh, Three-point percentage, Michigan did have a lot higher percentage than they typically do. They shot 42% of the field. So not only is Penn State going to have to stop Hunter Dickinson in the post, they got to shut down those guys in the perimeter. Uh, Michigan, I don't think, is going to shoot 42% again. Uh, so I think that's an advantage that Penn State has that will go their way. Uh, Penn State was also a little bit behind their season three-point percentage. They were only 32% in their first matchup. So I think if we can really turn the tables there and have the energy of the Bryce Jordan Center, and we know it's going to be a big crowd, it's the Thon game, and this is one of the games that Penn State fans look forward to the most. Another thing that Penn State needs to do is they need to win the turnover battle. The last time these two teams played, uh, Penn State did a pretty good job taking care of the ball. Uh, they only had seven turnovers. However, Michigan only had three. And uh, defensively, we need to try to do some more things to keep them uncomfortable, whether it's a you know double-teaming Hunter Dickinson and then rotating over and trying to make him make uh, a tough pass. Uh, I think that's something that this team might be able to do to try to stop uh, the Wolverines, you know, vaunted offense. And another thing we need to do is uh, really move the ball and and knock down the shots. Uh, this was another game where Penn State did not have many assists, um, only six. Uh, last time these two teams played, Jalen Pickett had a huge game. He had 26 points, nine rebounds, four assists. So he was really doing everything. But I think this is a game where uh, you might see Andrew Funk uh, really come alive and he's shown that he does really well at home, but hasn't had quite the same success on the road. So I'm hoping that Andrew Funk has a big game and Seth Lundy had a nice performance. He was four of 10 from three the last time these two teams played. So I'm really uh, hoping we see some big things from him. Yeah. So moving on to our communion predictions, I think that miles dread, uh, playing against a Michigan team, he seems to like going against those guys. So I think that Miles Dredd is going to hit uh, four three-pointers and have 12 points. He's going to be the X factor today, and I, I think he's going to do a great job. Final score of the game, I'm going to say uh, Penn State 75 and Michigan 73. I think this is going to be a close battle, but I think the crowd and the BJC and the environment, and that's just going to do just enough for Penn State to go over the top. I think a pick is going to have a good game. I think Andrew Funk is going to have a good game. So you're going to see the Nittany Lions get a big win in the BJC. And again, this game is going to be at noon on the Big Ten Network. So make sure you tune in and check it out. If you're able to get to the Bryce Jordan Center, uh, definitely do so. The Thon game is... Uh, you know, such a great game. And if, if you um, are a Penn State fan and don't happen to know what Thon is, uh, Thon is, uh, you know, something that Penn State does every year with the student body. They all gather donations to uh, help kids fight cancer and raise money for cancer research. So it's definitely a really, uh, really great cause. So if you can contribute to that, definitely contribute to that as well. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to support the pod, please tell your friends, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five-star review so other Nittany Lion fans like you can find us. Interested in new episodes? You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or other streaming platforms to be notified. Thank you for listening. We want to remind you that we are...
the Nittany Blues Podcast. See you next time.